You haven't seen the new Casa, uh, Casa de uh, Rivers, by the Casa way. Casa de Rivers? I oh, have. Yeah. No, I've, no, I saw uh, a, uh, a shot of the evening skyline after, just after oh, yeah. dusk. You're referring to <laughs> yes. our new house in Las Vegas, yeah. which is modest. It's a modest compared to by some the, yes, the things we've had. I mean, it's very yeah. modest, but it has the panoramic view to die for. Kind of like that Detective Bosch. Do you ever watch that show? Mm-mm. No, he's a L.A. detective, you know, who doesn't make a lot of money. And um, he's kind of like, it's a modern-day cop show. Uh, Amazon, I think, did six or seven seasons. A lot of people are wow. fans of Bosch. And the one odd thing about Bosch is that he's a detective, makes shit money, and he's not crooked. Yeah. And yet he lives in this spectacular hillside place with a panoramic view of the L.A. skyline. Yeah, like Dan Tana back yeah. in the day used to drive into his living room. Yeah, and, and in fact, they had to <laughs> sort of justify Bosch's place by making it in an earthquake danger zone <laughs> and grandfathered wow. in. And it's a you know it's a modest little um, thing sticking Humble. on the side of the hill that could tumble to the ground at any time. <laughs> he used to live dangerously, <laughs> yeah. but he's a cop, yeah. not on the take. It's a great show, actually. Uh, we should start talking about this because. I think it's the seventh season. So there's a new season of Bosch out. And if you've never binge-watched this show, yeah. Zip, especially, you would love it. You know why? I think I watched the original, original couple of seasons. Yeah, uh, it is so good, and it gets better and better every season. And it's a formula, you know, the good cop yeah. who's always getting into trouble because he gets shit done and maybe he, you know... You cross the line. Cross the yeah. line. He has to be a yeah. good cop. But it's all the bad cops who are always trying to get him in trouble. Yeah. And he always finds a way out, and the good guy always wins. He's Angela Lansbury with a dick. <laughs> Angela, Angela with a dick. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know Angela that well, and now I have a visual I can't get rid of. You have to kill a fatted, screaming pig in your backyard to get that visual out of your head. Well, whatever it takes. At least we'll have yeah. a nice do, panoramic view. Do you have javelinas where you are, Bob? Do you know what javelinas are, the wild it, pigs? The Hawaiian wild pigs. I don't yeah. think so because I think, did they have them in Phoenix? They did, yeah. Oh, well, then we probably near, do. Near the mountain ranges, though. The How do you spell it? Uh, like javelina. Okay. Those weren't javelinas. Those were our veers, Zip. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> You have to explain javelin. it. Javelin. AMC RV. Javelin? Mm. No, oh. RVers, <laughs> recreational oh, 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 vehicle gotcha. owners. Um, yes, so the peccary, uh, it's a peccary is what they call it, and it is in Nevada. It resembles a wild pig and it can be found throughout the southwestern deserts They're nasty. of the United oh, States. Yeah. Nasty, nasty animals. Think so, of Matumba on crack. Right. So we don't have a lot of them here, is what it says. They're marginal. Hmm. Is that what you're suggesting I do is sacrifice one of those and get in trouble with the Department of Fish and Game? <laughs> no, yeah. I was just curious. Yes. Are you're up you're up in the hills to a degree, aren't you? Uh, a little bit. We're just yeah. up high enough. It, it's to an see, incline, yeah. Yeah, to see Las Vegas. We're just, just up, enough we're, for the Go ahead, Ed. Just enough for the Uber driver to charge an extra ten. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> yeah, that. Right. But close enough for Ed to get stranded at the airport and call yes. us and spend the night. <laughs> well, that worked out man. well. That's that was cool. Yeah, nice. One of the reasons we moved here, and a lot of people say, "Why did you move to Las Vegas?" 
Uh, well, first off, I had a big illness. I didn't know if I'd be around that much. I wanted I'm to put... gambling away all my savings for the remaining we'll time that, that I have. We'll get to that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so uh, it's an inexpensive, relatively, compared to places like Seattle and California, uh, to live. And it's close enough to our grandchildren that we see them a lot. And we love entertainment. So last night I went to, you know, see Elton John. And Elton John, yeah. Tomorrow night we're going to The Who. Wow. Wow. And that's Las Vegas. Every night of the week you could go see somebody. Uh, but also I told Lisa, I said, I, I get that at this point in life, I really want to connect with everybody, you know, all my friends, all the cool people in my life. And none of them show up because they just happen to wander into Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You're at, you are at a destination location, for, for sure. Since we've been here, we've had five visitors, including Ed Kelly, like literally 10 minutes away, going, I'm stranded at the airport. I was trying to avoid seeing you guys, but I'm really stuck. <laughs> you, you should hang a vacancy sign in the driveway. So, well, as long as you help me catch a wild javelina, you can come over. <laughs> I'm bringing a spear next time. Okay. So, so, hey, let me yeah. ask you this, though. Have you met any of your neighbors? That's the weird thing I thought about the way they build homes in the Southwest. You're kind of walled in. You know, you just well, basically disappear into your, you know. So the previous place that we got rid of was like that. It was almost like you were in a townhome and nobody knew anybody, even right next to them. This place, the homes are a little bigger. It's like a quarter acre lot, which is a lot of land for a yeah. house in Las Vegas. And all the neighbors are wonderful. Uh, we've gotten to know all of our immediate neighbors. You know, Lisa's had a glass of wine with Peggy. Uh, I met Judy next door and uh, her husband. And there's, um, I'm trying to think of their names, um, Wally and Yoli, a couple uh, right across <laughs> the street. Are and, they all re retirement age? Well, this is the thing. So we moved into this community, and I went to go to the homeowners association, and I had to bring out my ID because it's a fifty-five plus community. And I thought, when we went to buy the house, no one checked our ID. <laughs> yeah, they don't. I, want to I literally <laughs> did not notice or know that it was fifty-five plus. And of course, we look huh. 55 plus, and we're not going to get into the community swimming pool without an ID. But, and at first I thought, oh, I guess that means I'm old. <laughs> and, and then I thought, well, am I going to not like that? But it turns out there's a lot of camaraderie and all the good stuff, you know, just friendship and experiences. And there's some people that are, you know, really getting on in years, like, near us that are like in their 80s and you want to be there for them and so yeah it's good but it is nice when you yep. when you bought the place they checked your id by looking at the number of commas and zeros that's how they checked your id <laughs> they, they had his wallet carbon dated <laughs> yeah uh, a, actually, a 23 year old isn't getting in oh i see well <laughs> it's actually not that uh, so here's the thing about uh, vegas uh, our house is. Oh, someone's got their headphones too loud. It might be Spike because he just Spike. joined us. I think it's Spike. Yeah, yeah probably me. All right. Uh, ours is. Let me put it to this way: you can get in this neighborhood. You're in Seattle, so 
You can get in this neighborhood in a beautiful 2,500-square-foot, three-bedroom house for in the 400s. Wow. Uh, Spike just, uh, believe, had a panic attack. I don't know where he is. Hello. <laughs> clear. Clear. <laughs> no, you, you, can, you can park your car in a garage for 400 around here. Yeah, yeah. It, Las Vegas is Jeez. still um, pretty good value. So, no, it ain't about the money. It's just, uh, obviously, we look old. So they um, didn't ask us. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. I don't remember that being a pre- prerequisite on anything I've ever applied for anyway. What do you mean? Uh, must look old. Oh. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, you haven't been at Denny's in a while, have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not for the blue plate special anyway. So anyway, I'm going off on eight tangents. you got to watch the show Bosch if you've never seen it. It's a great detective show. And um, and here's what they're doing differently. And, and Spike, I don't know if you've commented on this sort of thing before, but there's an evolution happening in entertainment, specifically in TV. And some people think it's a de-evolution. Uh, for a while, everyone was cutting the cord, getting rid of their big, huge cable packages, and they were selecting Netflix, and you had Amazon Prime because you're part of the Jeff Bezos collective. And then you might get Apple it's TV... Per- or Hulu, and people were putting together their own, you know, and it was a way to say bye to high cable bills and say hello to brand new, more services than you ever had before and still pay the same amount of money. What's been happening lately because of the, the fall of tech and everything that's going on economically is that places like Netflix are putting advertising on. And offering that. And some people think it's sacrilege. Oh, I I moved to Netflix so I wouldn't have to buy ads. I'm kind of in that camp. Have any of you noticed any of this yet, or has it affected you? I have not seen that on Netflix. I don't watch enough of it probably to have noticed yet. I didn't know that if I'm, I'm I've been an Amazon Prime member, I didn't know that gave me the movies for free. You didn't know that? Which is how stupid. No, that's how stupid I am. That's like being part of a health club, paying the membership dues, and not even knowing where the health club is. I just thought it was to get the free shipping or allegedly free shipping. Right. I didn't know it was, you know, an ancillary benefit. So now you do. Uh, yeah, I well, do now. so they a bunch of these services. Netflix is one. Hulu is Hulu. I think always had commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, they're now offering different tiers, where if you want to pay more. You shed some more tears. You have no commercials, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. If you want to pay less, and, and and so Amazon has this new thing called Freevee, F R E E V E E. And what they did is the Bosch uh, series, which is like six or seven seasons, and it's a really good. If you ever loved cop shows, it's a really good one. And people who love it just binge the hell out of it. And and it ended. And when it ended, he was retiring uh, from cop work and his daughter was becoming a cop. And all of a sudden, they came out with Bosch Legacy. And they brought it back, which has happened to shows before. In this case, um, it's on Freevee with commercials. But now, that's a sacrilege. It's sacrilege. <laughs> and. A whole bunch of people, myself included, who were Bosch fans, were like, Well, it'll be a cold day in hell before I watch Bosch with a commercial. God damn it, they ruined it and they put commercials on it. 
I don't know why I did that particular voice, but I'm challenged by working it's, with... It comes from your neighborhood. Ed Kelly. Yeah. And yes, it might be that. <laughs> it does. <laughs> You've met you know, some of my neighbors, know, yeah. You know, Bosch is, is it's one of the greatest characters ever. It's yes. Michael, Con- Michael Connolly, the author. Oh, he has, okay. he has, a, he has yeah. a series of Bosch, Harry Bosch novels. Melissa's read like 30 of them. So she knows this. Oh, my God. When this TV show came out, she was over the moon for this. Yeah. And, and her, did she, her hero came to life. Is she watching the new one with the commercials? Um, she's. We don't pay. We pay the premiums, Bob. You know us. Yes. I right. pay more for. I pay more for entertainment than I do for the house I watch it in. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Between uh, you know, I, I I won't cut the cord. God forbid I miss a Christmas movie or a special yeah. coming sure. on. Oh yeah. Uh, but I've got Hulu and Amazon, and I've got uh, Disney Plus, and I've got you yeah. name Apple and. It's ridiculous. And by the way, same in my house. If if there's a show Lisa wants to watch and it's missing, it's my fault for not having the right channels. She said I'm cute. (laughs) So Bosch is on now. Ask her about Bosch Legacy. Okay. It stars his daughter, who's all grown up, um, and uh, and him, and he's a private detective now. Right. But it's on Freevee, which is a part of Amazon Prime, and it says. Amazon television uh, for free with commercials. I mean, they lead with you're going to have commercials. And so uh, we've avoided it for like six months. And then last couple weeks ago, we were like, what are we going to watch? I was like, I kind of miss Bosch. But Damn it, man. Yeah, but Next I'm... thing you're going to say, he drives a red Ferrari and lives on Hawaii. <laughs> so we started watching it. I was like, I'm going to just, I'm just going to, you know, grunt and bear the commercials. Well, it blew my mind what they're doing. You mean as far as uh, you have to pay to not be intruded upon with commercials? No, it, this has commercials. That's what oh, they did. They, oh. took, they took the new season and, and they took a commercial-free show and put commercials and, on And it. spliced it in, yeah. But here's the surprise. I love it. The commercials you love? I do. You know why? It's nostalgic. No. Well, no. We're paying for my retirement. <laughs> That's right. Some yeah. of us still need them. You, 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 you've moved. You moved all your assets to gold coin now. Thanks to Fox and Fox. <laughs> no. Um, you got a cheap scooter. What? What happened? There's two reasons that we love it. Hover on. And one please. is, you know, you know how people say, "Oh, those Kindles, I can't stand them. I like holding a physical book in my hand." Like people always sort of are a little. You're right. They're Resist. a little nostalgic for the way things used to be. And so when a commercial comes on, you know, I can check my iPad because someone may have emailed me in the last four minutes. That's what my sister does. She does homework during, uh, housework rather, during commercials. So I rediscovered that, the commercial break. It's a break. But that's not it. The real game changer. They put a countdown clock to where the commercial is, is going and none of the commercial yeah, it breaks. It tells you how many spots or how many spots are How many the break seconds and how are much left? Time you got. Yeah. So how many seconds are yeah. left? And most of the breaks are about 60 to 80 seconds long. So 60 seconds. If I know it's 60 seconds, the porn channels can only get away with 15 seconds. It <laughs> 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 laughed too readily at that one. Anyway, so if quick, I know it's. Quick finisher. <laughs> <laughs> If I know <laughs> it's 60 seconds, 
then I'll do yeah. something and I'll see the countdown and I'll go, well, I can hang for 30. And I end up getting exposed to the ads. Now, doesn't the NFL do something like this, Spike? Don't they, uh, in some, games, as, yeah, some sports? Yeah. Yeah, so they they'll, keep, the they'll keep a window... Look, or they keep a window on live of to, to show you what's going on in the game right, while the commercial right. runs. Or soccer is—I think it was Ed just said that they, they'll put a logo in a in a corner, like a static ad. Right. That so so you don't have to because soccer doesn't go go to break. Right. Soccer plays straight through yeah. for forty five minutes. So that's reason number two. I don't hate it. Reason number three <laughs> shocked the hell out of me. There's only like three or four commercial breaks in the whole hour. So. <laughs> I sort of felt TV especially, and I'm not going to mention radio because I still have friends on radio. One of them's right here. Mm -hmm. But the commercial <laughs> breaks were getting so long and so many. Oh, boy. Do you have a dog there? I do, yes. Continue. I'll be I back in a I thought that was Ed Kelly. Uh, That's not Ed Kelly? I thought no. he was, too. I'm like, I don't understand, I don't understand the it's, sad uh, dog reference, but it must be I, above my head. I don't get it. <laughs> It's okay, boy. Down, boy the show, Bosh will be back. Bosh will be back. It's okay. Ed Kelly. He's great with his non-sequitur voice. <laughs> um, I'll because be right back. If your dog, no, you, let's have your dog talk to Zip's dog and Ed's dog. She, we have a whole pile of dogs. Dog. She, she can't hear. She needs to go out. Otherwise, oh. they'll have okay, a go steaming put the dog low out. fear. To this is like an episode with. of the Hang Flintstones. On. Are you going to be banging on the door? <laughs> Wilma! <laughs> okay. I'll hold off on the third reason, and that, well, I didn't. I, so it's it's just fewer minutes of commercials, and so I find myself going, "Oh, that wasn't so bad." So if commercial TV would behave itself and not show too many commercials, I'm actually okay with it. And s some of the commercials are okay. Yeah, but except that Flo makes me sick every time she comes on. If I see one more insurance ad, I'm going <laughs> to shoot my monitor. So you do watch shows with commercials? I, occasionally, yeah, I do, because I, I have to stay up on news. Yeah. Well, oh, the news? If you're in, in radio, that's generally what you... Uh, yeah, you need to, to be aware, yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. both have that. You have to do that, right? Mm -hmm. We are not retired comfortably in a co community where we have a pool. <laughs> By the way, a pool is as necessary as a bathroom. It is, for, yeah. it is for me. I, 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 but, the moment but, it closed down, I just had, I went into depression. But not interchangeable, right? Come on. No, not interchangeable. Okay, okay, okay great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <clears throat> I know some of you guys. Does right. Tommy Bahama make Depends Underground right now? That's great. <laughs> Reminds me of one of my favorite pool signs. It says, welcome to our ool. Notice there's yeah. no P in it. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. We, we don't swim in your bathroom. Yeah. Please. Zip, are you back? How far away is the door? How far away is the dog? Okay. He's, trying, right. to, he's trying to lead by example. He's taking a dump in the yard. It's really sweet of him. <laughs> Come on. Just like this, babe. Come on. This just is like this. how we do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> we used to do that with kids. Like, we show them. You know, like, run the water. So yeah. you would think of being in all of that. Put your hand under the water. Okay. Uh, let's see. I've got a couple other things to talk about, but uh, since uh, Spike is with us, let's uh, let's throw it to you first, my brother. What's going on with you? Uh, just uh, I, I did something this last week, and about 10 days, I guess it took us to do it, that I've been, I've been hanging over my head like the Sword of Damocles for the last 17 years. The Sword of Damocles. <laughs> for 17 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, um, you've been we, procrastinating for 17 years. Well, wow, that's some when, bucket list. When we moved from our home on Queen Anne, uh, when the city of Seattle re- rezoned our, our particular neighborhood to be high-density multifamily, hmm. was the first home Melissa and I ever bought together. And uh, we had a wonderful... Bob, you were there. You had some yeah, wonderful old, old house looking at the mountains on the one to the west. Yep. And the city decided everybody could build in their backyards and make these cottage homes and accessory dwelling units and yada yada. So we moved uh, out, out of the city. We moved about 17 years ago. We sold our inner city house, our Queen Anne, big old Queen Anne house. And moved up uh, 20 minutes north of the city to a little suburban kind of neighborhood. Um, and when we did that, we took all of the clutter from our Queen Anne home and put it in a storage unit. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah. You've been paying then, for a storage unit for 17 years? 17 years. I, I, I get anniversary cards from public storage. That's how freaking <laughs> broken we are as, as humans. Oh, yes. Um, and, and this thing's Did, been... Wait a and, minute. And Is this the first time you thought that, hey, that's silly? Or have you been thinking no, about no, that no, for no, 17 years? Too? No, I've, believe me. Well, the first time I thought it was silly was when, when we rented the unit. It, was, it started like 120 bucks a month. Because we got, of course, the biggest unit you could get, 10 foot by 20 foot, right? Right. And, and we, we ended up putting, like, a commercial-grade shelving in there. That's those uh, rack shelving that yeah, you yeah, see. Yeah. That, you know, the stuff they use at Costco to keep, you know, everything Metal. up on the wall. Yes. Yeah. So we build two racks down, e- down each side of the storage unit. I've got some most organized, but stuffed to the rafters. You found with, your with, crypto, didn't you? I, I haven't <laughs> found that yet. Oh. But I t- and I'm telling you, I've got $5 worth of crypto from 19... 19- Somewhere or, in there. Or 20, yeah. 2013, I think we You got guys have that heard guy. that story, right? Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Me, Spike, and Joe were given some crypto. Five, five crypto coins. Right, right. Which would be, they're at 20000 a piece now, so it's hundred yeah. grand. Yeah. And, and, and we were given a certificate for it and told, don't lose this certificate. And we were like, at the time, it was worth like eight <laughs> cents. I don't even know. Right. Yeah. And we all lost it. Joe well, has all of them. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> if he did, no, he, no, he, he wouldn't. Yeah. But but there is someone at the old station I'm, that I suspect. I'm serious. I have someone I because the guy made a bunch of money in crypto and he's been bragging about it for a while now. And he was the, and, and I really do think that's okay. where our three. Back, anyway, it could anyway, be in your anyway, storage anyway. unit. So back it could to your, be. Yeah. So are you, you know, getting rid of it finally? Well, I knew I knew when they started raising the rent that it was, it was stupid to have this stuff and not pay to you know have not look at my stuff. Problem is, when we emptied our old house and put everything in storage, we had this big new house, and we just bought new stuff. So that <laughs> became, literally, I have a house full of stuff that we have now and a storage unit full of stuff from our old house that I was paying not to have to look at because it was, it was just overwhelming. It was so much stuff. Right. Well, they keep raising the, the fees on this because Seattle's gotten so, created, so crowded and so crazy. 10 by 20 is pe- now an apartment. <laughs> well, pe- people, are, people are moving here. Yeah. You know, and bring in their shit, and they can't afford a place to put their shit because they got to rent a one bedroom apartment. So they got a storage unit. Oh, well, right. the, the storage unit um, it had got up to four forty a month. <gasps> yeah, that's well, that's like insane. over five grand a year. Well, that it, it had gotten to four forty a month until last month when they raised it. I swear to you, in one month it went from four forty a month. To five seventy five a month, nice, yeah, nice. for yeah. a storage unit. Oh, that's in America. Seattle. I love this. This is capitalism. No, it's fantastic. Well, and, and and public storage did this to uh, every every because they got like nine different, ten different facilities here in Seattle. Yeah, every one them. of them, every one of them raised their rates that dramatically. It was like a fifteen percent increase. I think it was. Now you more, do know why more. they would do that, right? Because of demand. Because exactly. people are moving here and need storage units. They don't you know, have like, enough storage units. 
So they want that old people out. Well, they got one. <laughs> um, that's for the last nine days, Melissa and I, with the help of a couple friends and, our, and a cousin, have gone through it, every box, every bin, everything, and it's gone. Oh, you it's, did it. So it's done. How, how much of it did you throw away? How much of it did you sell? How much of it did you give away? And how much of it could you not part with and you brought home? Well, we well I, when I say it's those gone, are the four categories, right? I know. Well, we, what we did was we we moved into a smaller storage unit that's only no, like the smallest no. one you make. Hold on, <laughs> so hold on. Wait a minute, you're hold off on. the heroin, but you're taking some uh, crystal meth. Methadone, <laughs> Bob. Yeah. Methadone. Yeah. Methadone. Excuse yeah. me. I, I, got, the I got the method methadone size. Yeah. Are no, you serious? No, seriously. Um, serious. Well, listen. Uh, uh, when I said I uh, when I say I had a new house full of stuff, right? We brought home so much stuff from the storage unit yes. that I, I couldn't get any more in. I really couldn't. Into your current so house. So we moved into my current house. You know, there's some reality shows about keep... hoarders. You might be able to get on them. And Shut not... up. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. I, I, hold on. There's, and I'll address both those points. Okay. I, I appreciate you bringing both of them up. You got turned out First for the off, show. Well, so um, come move on. Yes. Uh, yeah. They, they, no, no, we're not hoarders because there's no garbage. You know, and when you look at hoarders, you see stacks of newspaper or whatever it might be, or you know, what I'm seeing. I'm saying that you know, those people have no idea what's there. You're just okay. a rich hoarder. We, Come know, on. I, you know, I, a certain river in Egypt comes to mind as you talk about. This. I, I know. Well, well, if I don't know how much time you guys want to dedicate to my psychosis, but we can dive in. As long as we keep um, getting to the point, I love it. When I when I was a kid, Bob, you know this. I burned my parents' house to the yeah. ground. Yeah. And we lost everything. Separation anxiety. And I've, and I've, I've had, well, I've had therapists tell me the reason that I've never sold anything I've ever gotten and kept everything I've ever acquired is because when you've lost everything, you then cling on to anything and Absolutely. everything you touch. Yeah. So that's why we've got all this shit. Okay. Right. So we did, Bob, I made, I made 20 runs to Goodwill. I made 10 runs to the dump. <laughs> I mean, I, I of, of the... 20 by 10 foot storage unit we got down to like an eight by four i mean it's there's and that was the, and i'm, I'm going to get rid of that too all right i don't want to take bring, away gonna... some of the uh, quarter hour listening here but why don't you put it all in your house so you have to keep tripping over it and there's then... no more room there's no more room so your Trust house me, is you stuffed already it's it's it, we now will spend the next two weeks Go in, and we just brought stuff, stuff home that we knew we were going to either keep or sell. Yeah. That's what we brought home, mm-hmm. you know. And there's very, very, very little left in a storage unit. But what's the um, stuff in the storage unit? Give me an example. Just tell me one thing it's that's in furniture. There. My, my my wife's recently deceased father's furniture. Oh, oh that all needs to go things, to somebody you know? who will sit in it. You I, know, the I, furniture I, is I just know. like those toys in Toy Story. Every night the furniture wakes up. Come on in. This is your cue. <laughs> oh, <there's> Santa. <laughs> Nobody wants a chair with spikes in the ass. Nobody. No, the furniture wakes up every night and it's lonely like the forgotten toys because it's been shoved into that's, a storage unit. It's like Woody and um who's the other Buzz guy? Lightyear, yeah, that's Buzz right. Lightyear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to infinity and beyond, that's what you're gonna pay. <laughs> Only Buzz Lightyear is a barker lounger. He's not actually a robot, you know? That's I was right. doing I was doing Island and Misfit Toys. Come on. Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. Come on, <laughs> come on, I got these voices. Come on. Okay. Anywho. Well, my point anywho. is that, so in the memory of your dear father-in-law, Melissa's dad, mm-hmm. that furniture needs warm asses on it. And, and it will. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, will well, is in the future. Well, I had to be out. It means it's in your will and your daughters will have to take care of it. Yeah. I, I had to be out of the big unit by October 31st, and I made it. You did. That's the point. Yeah. All right. You well, know. you know what? Progress rather than perfection. Yeah. And I will say this, Bob, because this is a, this is a, you've been laughing at this on, at my behalf uh, for 20-some years, hmm. but I found all of my oldest daughter's Beanie Babies. Oh. Okay. Oh, wow. I remember that collection. Yeah. Has it gone um, up in value, or is it like Bitcoin? Um, I will tell you that um, of the 10 most valuable Beanie Babies, mm-hmm. as per a co- very, couple different websites that I've been looking at, once one Beanie Baby out there sold for $30,000 a week ago. Wow. And I've got one of them. Well, that'll pay for the storage units for the rest of your life. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it, first off, it's got its own storage unit now, Bob. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, of, of, the, of the 10 most valuable rated by this. That's the group. next movie. Instead of a Toy Story sequel, Beanie Babies. Right. I love it. Beanie Baby Porn. Yeah. No, no, we, we, no got, please. I, I've got six of the most, 10 most valuable Beanie Babies. Better, you know. I what mean, do you think they're worth totally? I bet. I bet I've got 40, 40 grand worth of Beanie Babies. Are you going to sell them? Oh fuck yeah! What do I give oh, a rat's right. ass now? See, yeah, this is. I think this is progress for you. I think. Yeah. I, I think you should also symbolically. I think you should take all the furniture and have a bonfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they bend, they bend the books too. Yeah. Um, the books too. <laughs> so, um, you remember Doctor Lori? Bob, I do remember her. She's uh, uh, she's the person on the Antiques Channel, whatever it was, and she yes. was uh, Roadshow Antiques or something like that. She well, she, she, she would look at a, stuff and tell you how valuable it was. She's she's got a YouTube channel now, and mm-hmm. she does extremely well. She's a doctor of antiquities, is what her right. her training is. Brilliant. Um, and I and I've been in touch with her of late to help me figure out what all this stuff is. Mm-hmm. I've got like autographed footballs, baseballs, bats, jerseys, that kind of crap. Are you ready that, to part with it all? All of it. I've been paying not to look at it. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. it does, it's not going to break my heart. Part of it. I've got revenge. so much. The baseball, the baseball at night gets on a sad face like the Mr. Potato Head in, in a Toy Story. And goes, Nobody <laughs> wants to play with us anymore. Yeah. Remember when I was in <laughs> Ken Griffey's hand at one time? Right, oh, yeah. He caught me. Exactly. Exactly. So that so that felt good to kind of get that That's off awesome. my shoulders this week. By the way, it it really the more good. I make fun of you, you know, um, the more I have the same problem. Because Lisa and I just moved from a 38-acre farm to a quarter of an acre on in a house that's less than half the size. And only our method, you know, we're, we believe in being brutal to ourselves and each other. Yeah. Wow. So we put, and Ed saw it, we put... Yeah, they were wearing leather chaps. It was, it was an awful... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just can't play with a motorcycle it. cap. Yeah. We just yeah. piled everything in the house and in the garage, and I just get so angry tripping over it that yeah. I just throw it away or give it away. Stuff mm-hmm. that I thought, no, I have to save this. Um, I have this huge framed picture that says, Meet Bob Rivers, and it's from one of our album signings <laughs> yeah. in 20 years ago. And I don't have any place big enough to, uh, I don't have a wall big enough to hang. I, you know, I had a big uh, man cave downstairs that had all my mementos. Meet Bob Rivers. So do you know where it's actually going? And I'm going to do this. I've actually got a guy to help me carry this stuff. It's going in the dumpster. I don't need it. 
I take I take a picture of all these great mementos. Yeah. And then I chuck them. Can I tell you one thing though? Yeah. Um, I I know what you guys, you, you like good stuff. I know how much you probably spent to frame that thing. Yeah, more. It was than, an expensive yeah. frame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pull, well, you know. Should I give the frame to Goodwill? That means I yes, have to take the picture yes. apart. And well, you know what? Okay. I'll do that next week when I have a little more time. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. Oh no, I know. Of, I've thought yeah, of all. You know, that. Yeah. I know. I'm there. To, I'm right there with but you. But if man, I go down to Goodwill with a Meet Bob Rivers poster. What's yeah. that going to be? That's the, the size of a billboard. <laughs> peep, peep, they will eat that up because peep, I, I, I got to tell you how many things I have in my home that are framed. Oh. That I, that I went to Goodwill and found the nicest frames they had yes. and put my okay. shit in there. Okay, Someone will, will they really take appreciate my that. shit in the frame and just take yes. it out? And, yes. Oh, so I can bring all the frames to Goodwill. Yes, they, they and, won't and, take it yes. out. <laughs> Thank you. Or will they, has, uh, it, to me it's some, miserable. Some, yeah, someone will buy the frame. Absolutely. Okay. To me, it's miserable to think of my face sitting in goodwill. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think you're the poster boy for benevolence. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when when we uh, went to KZOK and we donated? I, I don't know about you, but I donated all our KISW shit to the homeless. I remember. So that. there were yeah. people walking around Seattle with KISW swag. <laughs> right. It like I mean, just the, the smelliest, nastiest, yeah, jackets, sweats, or you name it. Um, um, so the only other thing I'll, I'll say about this, uh, Spike, because I love you, and, and I think may or may not help. And I know it's you and Melissa, but and Lisa and I, like if I tell her she should get rid of something, whoo, mm-hmm. flamethrowing erupts. Oh, uh, yeah. But if she tells me I should get rid of something, flamethrowing still. Okay. It's just in my direction. Um, yeah. so, so what we've agreed is each one of us decides for ourselves, but that we, it's a competition to get rid of stuff. Uh, I take pictures of stuff that's mementos and I put it in a folder called mementos on my phone and <laughs> I give away as much as I can. And I look at everything and I go, if, if I were furnishing this house, would I buy that in a store for this house? Because you tend to look at stuff and go, well, I could cram that over here. It'll fit here. But Bob, right, 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 right. Of all the things to put on the box, not mementos, because when you're 90, you're going to think it's mentos and start chewing on mm, it. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, well, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, a couple things. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, Tomorrow I have is... the opportunity to fill in for a host that I'm on for John Curley tomorrow. Oh, cool. In the afternoon, and, uh, he, he yes, he spent all day today pushing the uh, the right wing. Nancy Pelosi's husband was beaten up by his gay lover. Crap was he today. really pushing? Oh that? come on, oh, that's yes, their was. angle. I'm telling you, God, that's, yes, oh. yes, well, he was. Well, so hang on, on. I'm hang on one second, because I'm you know I'm it your devil's happen. advocate. Okay, happen. so you've given yeah, me a challenge here. Let me let me just I say know. this: if like Hunter Biden's laptop, it turns out to be true. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Like to get your true? Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, it's true that Hunter Biden had a laptop, and that he did that was laptop. his laptop. So did my daughter. My daughter had a laptop too. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, but it's also true that there's stuff on there that they're considering prosecuting him for. So I'm just saying, this there's the also thing. stuff on there that was put on by the Russian, you know, Secret Service. Not true. So there's that. You know. But but here's what I'm saying. I'm well, saying we don't yeah. actually know. We just have these two narratives to choose from. I, I'm not a fan of any of that stuff, by the way, because I don't I don't participate. But 
Um, so are you thinking of using his show to rebut him tomorrow? Is that what you're thinking? Yes, I am. That's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, I met you. I know you. Is there a, what's what, the button what are, rebut? Believe me. What are the pluses and the minuses for you on that? Um, well, maybe his audience will just wait. I don't know. I, you know, I, I probably won't. Oh. I, I would love to, though. I would love to say, hey, you know, uh, if you look at the police reports and the Secret Service reports and the and the testimony from the guy who actually brought the hammer, <laughs> what he said, yeah. he why he brought it and what he was going to do yeah, with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you yeah. believe the guy himself, why are you pushing... You know, hey, it's, he was a male prostitute, and they were fighting over how much it was going to cost. And so, and then, you know, the, the glass was on the outside, so it wasn't a break-in. It was a break-out. So here's you know, why I'm like, against reacting to this. Yeah. Because it just furthers the yes. um, divisiveness the that yeah. we have. I, I went today to the uh, doctors, and I met, I met my dream oncologist today, which I'm not going to get into tremendously, but I'm getting great care. And I make small talk with the nurses. And, um, they, you know, they'll ask you, so, uh, you know, we'll say, what made you move here from Vermont? And I said, well, it's just not hot enough uh, in Vermont you know, or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't sweating enough. Yeah. No, but, but we make small talk. And then they go, well, what did you do? And I said, well, I did radio for, you know, like 48 years. And they go, wow, you sure have the voice for it. And when I say I did radio, mm-hmm. I'm almost tempted every time. And I said this today. To say, uh, but I didn't do politics. It's too divisive. And every single person goes, you got that right. I believe the vast majority of our world is sick of this shit. Oh, yeah. And so. I know I am. (laughs) I am. I swear I am. Yeah. And so, look, um, most people have to pick one side or the other Mm -hmm. because that is. It is literally human nature to be more like conservatives or more like, and, and by the way, it doesn't mean you buy into all the crap on either side. But the fact is there are only two sides. It's Crips and Bloods. Let me think about that. Which one are you, Spike? Um, what color is your I'm, handkerchief? I'm, I'm a Crip. I'm a blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is. I've always tried to come up with a good generalization, like... Um, like uh, liberals or social or socialists or whatever you want to call uh, the liberal side, it's usually liberal, is the term that most people settle on, are generally for public good, for caring for the downtrodden, for having a safety net, um, for essentially the pillars of civilization uh, that help level the playing field for people that may not have a level playing field. Like right. social security. Yes. Uh, well, and social security, I believe, was opposed by conservatives even in its day, even though now, of course, once it's there, you can't get rid of it. And that's one of the points that conservatives make is they're not necessarily against these social programs, but they think they're out of control and anymore is too much. And conservatives are for a part of civilization that's also equally important, and that is economic and business and a healthy um, situation where people have jobs. And they disagree about what causes health. Like, like liberals seem to think that the corporations and all that stuff is evil. And the corporate conservatives seem to think that all that socialism is evil and that we've got too much and any more is a threat to everything. And that's basically it. Does that seem like a fair summary? 
Yeah, I, I just I, it, that's a pretty accurate summary. I I, I, it's kind of boring. I just it's honest. Yeah. I love. I just love the hypocrisy where you know the the conservative doesn't want to tell doesn't want the government telling you what to do, right? Well, Get there's it. hypocrisy is, is on both sides. My and, yeah. Well, uh, before you before you start double standing, before you start you know whataboutism. Careful with um, your uh, no, bullet you, points. Yeah, I know. The uh, <laughs> the. The government, the government shouldn't tell you what they can put in their baby, your baby formula. They would take regulations out of the way. Who you says know, the that? Government says that you, you, the, the the conservative party, the Republican yeah. party. But here's the when thing: the Trump both, administration started lifting registration regulations on every industry. Yeah, both parties have become stupid because they believe the population is stupid, and they believe that stupid people are easily manipulated to be reliable voters for them. So that's why I pretty much ignore the the narrative of whatever's going on because it's aimed at stupid people and if i ignore it and it didn't hit me okay so what i wanted to say is the reason the polls are always down to the last minute the reason that it's 49 percent and 49 percent with a one percent you know which way it's going to go which Margin. it almost always yeah, one is. guy gets to decide everything yeah. Yeah. do you know why that is i, I have a theory <laughs> the stoke fear and, and viewers. Well, but and no, listeners. but why does it always come to 49 and 49? Why do half the because people choose a, conservative and half the people choose liberal? Quick question. Anybody know? I don't. Three little words. I don't know. I love the I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a theory, which I'm, I'll test out on you guys. Because if something, uh, and, and by the way, it's based on just the data, the science, as my uh, good friend John would always say, look at the data, not, not your emotions. And if the data is that it always comes out this way, it may simply mean that the mix of human DNA, that the, that the way, you know, the magical properties of our species that allow us to be civilized and to have music and to do art and to just be... You know, an incredible species. We're the we're the kick-ass species on the planet. Um, I am the food chain, top of the chain. Yes, people tend to lean a little one way or a little the other, and civilization is when we work together to make mm -hmm. compromises and do the best thing for all of humanity. Um, but and it's always going to be that way. In other words. There's no, like, we made the right arguments, finally. No, half the conservatives have moved over to the liberal. It's not going to happen. Uh, it's not necessarily true. Okay. There were times when you could get 70 votes for something. There really were. Yes, but the data uh, throughout civilization, um, there are times when it's extremely cold, but that doesn't disprove global warming. Uh, Agreed. The data throughout civilization, and I'm talking, you go back to Greek mythology, you go back to Fred Flintstone. There's very little left from the <laughs> Fred Flintstone era to back me up on this. I'm obviously yeah. just exaggerating a little bit. It's only, only 6,000 years, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go back through human civilization, uh, uh, for example, abortion is one great issue. Abortion has not been decided in civilization. Uh, there's no, it's always been a point of contention. And um, 
if you go back to all the things we fight about, they're always a bone of contention. And it's usually, it, it, like, for a period of time, one side may seem to be winning, and then the pendulum swings back. And what's the average of any pendulum? 50-50. Yep. So anyway, that's my theory. And, I, and by the way, I don't know. I don't know if I'm right. But it just seems that the data indicates that we're all slightly, like certain people lean towards that. Um, I'll say this. I would say that conservatives are happier with aggression and that liberals are happier with nurturing and that both are essential to civilization. You have to be able to protect stuff aggressively when you need to, and you have to be able to nurture to have a civilization. But the aggressors are killing babies. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and again, all of that stuff, all the bullet points, the political ads, I'm so fucking sick of political ads. Every one of them is aimed at the yeah. stupid. Every one of them is about, there. you know, to your point, Spike, there was a time when politics would lean in and have a fireside chat and try to level with mm -hmm. you. Yep. Ain't seen none of that in social media days. Nope. So, by the way, I got I got, I got kicked off Facebook for a week. Today, oh, congratulations. Facebook. Yeah. Thank you. A week before the election. <laughs> I, I, I'm seriously, we, I, I Who can't. Who did I that? Was it James Comey of the FBI? Who did that? <laughs> I was telling you, somebody's, somebody's taking me off the board a week before the election. What did you get kicked off for? Um, you would not believe the comment. I made a comment, um, and it was deemed a hate speech. Um, and there was a there was a picture of a, a two people on a motorcycle, and it made reference to the one on the passenger seat was riding bitch. That's what you call it in the motorcycle yep. vernacular. That's true. When someone yep. is is riding bitch, and Hanging that was your some, cut. Somebody yeah. somebody reported that as hate speech, and I got kicked off for a week. Interesting. Can you wow. appeal? Uh, there's nobody. They're understaffed and won't be able to have be able to process my appeal. <laughs> I swear, that's what the response is. Yeah, that's that's the response. Um, by the way, that I'm just going by the data here. That could be a sign that you're spending too much time on Facebook. It is the second time I've been kicked off Facebook for hate speech. Wow. What was the other one? Um, someone showed a picture from Australia of a spider on a living room wall, and the spider was about a foot across, okay? One of those huntsman spiders. Hmm. And I wrote, this is where I'd burn the house down. And they wrote back, burning the house down is aggression and anger and violence. We're going to kick you off for a week. <laughs> oh, I'm like, do you, okay. have, you have no, do you understand context? So these are dumb algorithms that are kicking yes. off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, oh. if you list your favorite song as burning down the house, <laughs> then you're you kicked off, off Facebook. I'm sorry, this, we're, <laughs> we have under, a staffing shortage, so we can't process yeah. your appeal. See you in six days and 23 hours. Yeah. But it was the talking heads. Oh, now you're into decapitation. That's, <laughs> uh, that's a Reverend Halloween. Who <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, I yep. got a, a, a different angle from, and this is not politics, but um, uh, some of the stuff I actually got uh, by listening to my favorite podcast, which is called The All In Podcast. It's a bunch of billionaires, by the way, yeah. and I think I've told you guys about them several times. They um, give you a penny pinching tips, do they? No. Um, <laughs> how, to, how to make your laundry detergent go further this week? Okay. No. Um, you want a serious answer? But those yes, are good jokes. Come on, come on. Uh, the serious answer is they're incredibly smart billionaires yeah. and I just like to I just like being a fly on the wall to hear what they care about so, uh, do you remember, does, before you do, yeah. remember when you could say did you ever meet a dumb billionaire and now you can say yeah Kanye yeah oh, plenty of them. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well 
so there's there's four guys. Um, there's uh, Jason Calacanis, who's the host. Uh, there's a guy named David Sachs, who's the kind of the arch conservative on the yeah, show. Yeah, big but, time. But he's a he's a brilliant conservative who can really, uh, you know, he's very smart. Uh, and then there's um, Chamath Palihapitiya, and it took me six months to learn how to pronounce that. Congratulations, Bob. South African billionaire. I think he was part of the founding of Google. Um, David Sachs was, and Jason Calacanis, both worked with Elon Musk. Musk, uh, Jason, uh, David, I think, was a co-founder of PayPal. Uh, and then the but last guy yeah. is uh, David Freeberg, who is a brilliant science mind. And I mean super brilliant and knows globally everything that's going on in science and how our lives are going to change over the next decades and, and more. Uh, and so they're, and they're all into venture capital. Um, two of them have now been named, David Sachs and Jason Calacanis, as partners, not sure of their exact title yet, with Elon Musk, now that he has bought Twitter. Oh, boy. They'll oh. be and part of the review board of who gets on and who gets off? I'm just standing back in case you're knee jerks again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm serious. He's going to put together, he's going to put together a board. I love that you're curious, so hang on and I'll, I'll, I'll satisfy that. So here's what's fascinating about that to me. Look, I'm skeptical because I know, uh, well, first off, most of them are pretty liberal except for David Sachs, who's kind of plays the conservative, yeah. uh, and he is conservative. Um, but they are all friends with Elon Musk. And so I, it's funny when you hear someone editorialize about someone you know is their friend. You can hear the implicit bias. Yeah, uh, They love Elon. And, and, and by the way, my bias, I feel about Elon the same way I felt about Steve Jobs. I, I thought he was an asshole, but I loved his phone. Mm -hmm. and, and Elon, I think, is an asshole, but I love his car. And I love what he has done more for liberals than any liberal in the politician I've ever met. He has done Absolutely. more for global yeah. warming and, in, and getting off fossil fuels and evolving towards cleaner energy than any human being alive. He's as important as Steve Jobs was to getting Spike kicked off by algorithms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, so everyone has got their panties in a twist about Elon Musk buying Twitter because he's going to let Trump back on and he's going to be all for hate speech. And here's the thing about Elon Musk. He's no Trump. No. He is fucking brilliant, okay? But he knows what Trump knows, which is there's power in getting Spike's panties in a twist. Yeah, you bet. And Spike would love to get some conservatives' panties in a twist, but no matter how hard he tries, they always act like it doesn't bother them. <laughs> I feel the same way, Spike, by the way. I can never... It, 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 they're really good, those conservatives, at owning you liberals or us liberals. There's a lot of things yeah. I'm liberal on. Yeah, that shouldn't be the main plank of your platform, though, well, is owning the libs. shouldn't so be the main plank. How big are you on coulda, shoulda, woulda as a, as a way to get things done? Oh, I'm loving it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it shouldn't, but if you're on that side, you have to do what you have to do to win. And by the way, liberals shouldn't be so silent about so many issues 
because they're afraid of hurting someone's feelings either. I, I mean, agreed. There's, there's so totally much. Agreed. They're, 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 poor, they're the poorest communicators everywhere. Absolutely. And strategists. So anyway, so Elon Musk buys Twitter. Notice Trump hasn't been reinstated, which starts the freaking media circus countdown clock as to when he will be, which means Elon can print as many billion dollars worth of free publicity that he wants. Wow. Kanye was first. If you, uh, yes, uh, uh, that's a whole other one. But uh, if you you listen to that podcast, the All In podcast from when Elon bought Twitter, I've listened to the podcast and I'm going like, holy cow, Jason Calacanis and David Sachs are already spreading out the actual smart stuff that Twitter's going to do. And then I read three days later that they're in meetings with Elon and that they're going to have, like, they even have emails uh, and they're going to help take over the company. So I have some thoughts. I can tell you what they said. The biggest fuck-up of Twitter. Uh, and by the way, this is so freaking obvious when I say it. Um, what's the smartest thing about Apple? Um, the smartest thing Apple ever did was get your credit card. Yep. It's the smartest thing about Amazon. They got, they got my bank numbers. Yep. They got your got credit cards. Yep. Um, think of all the huge, massively successful... Uh, social media things. Facebook knows who you are. They've verified you. Mm. Um, they haven't got your credit card yet, but they're working on it. So first thing Twitter's going to do is verify everybody. Bye-bye bots. I'm sorry. Mm. Like electric cars, this is a good thing. Okay. Yeah, um, that's half the problem. It is. That's half the problem. Keep going. Well, half the problem is half, half the people ain't real, and then the half the people who are real are saying things that aren't real. You that's know, called just, free speech, by the way. Well, well, that that I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not free speech, but it's dangerous. Well, and we need who to decide if it's dangerous or not. Well, I think it, I think we need well, liberals. I think they have to all be liberals, don't you? <laughs> well, uh, you know what? If they're the only ones that are way, dealing in the truth fact that and reality, you let me then bust sure. Your balls once a week and just I, so I know, great. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead. I mean, you know, so is free speech? Does, should that tolerate misinformation? So hang on, before you get to misinformation, if you recognize that half the population leans liberal and half leans conservative, leans. The, mm-hmm. the reason they're extreme is because of speech like what you're doing now and speech like what conservatives do. Oh, I believe for, that me, for me to say that the facts matter and the truth should be should be verified. It's incendiary. It's inflammatory, <laughs> and it's absolutely wrong. Yes. Yes. Fuck <laughs> you. That's that's hate speech, and I'm banned totally for another week. Yeah. You want <laughs> another week? You want another week? Huh? You Mister, you want another yeah. week? Boom! You got one. The, the problem is is not that what you're saying is unreasonable, it's that it's ineffective. Chew on that for a second. <laughs> Chew on this, buddy. <laughs> See? And you have to keep escalating. No, it's just ineffective. How's it worked for you so far? How, how, how did it do as far as, you know, impeaching Trump and all that? The problem is you give the other side power, whichever yeah. the other side is. And conservatives right now, you know, have that power. Uh, there, t- there have been times when conservatives were really thoughtful. And have done amazing things. I just can't think of any right now. No, there, there are Absol- absolutely <laughs> no, there are. No, you bet. Right. So anyway, um, so uh, so what yeah. you're saying is um, we're playing a chess match, and whoever brings a gun wins. Uh, it's always a chess match, and no, it's not about the gun. In fact, love is more powerful than a gun, which is the 
the fucking thing that can, that liberals have totally forgot about. The whole "all you need is love." I've been thinking about John Lennon and that song. I thank you for that, by the way. You're well, welcome, John. And the other John too. Spike does a great. Don't thing. even think about going there. Me, oh, great. Me, well, me, I'm, me, I'm, me, I'm in lady. heaven. I'm the real John. Screw you. Um, okay, lad, lady boy. <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I, I have got to go. It's, uh, it's been yeah, a pleasure. I told you I'd win. Way to run out the clock. Yeah, as soon job. as you go do your job, we're going to win every argument because you can't defend yourself. I, know. I love you guys, man. Love I, talk you too. To I love you too, Good night, man. Good night. Jesus. Do you think uh, we got anywhere? What? Um, no. With Spike? <laughs> well, with all of us. No, it isn't about us or them. That's what. No. That's my whole point. It's like, no, I... I yeah, go ahead. Love, love trumps hate. No pun intended, yeah. but I think that's your point. When and I, I think you when I say that. to just a random, you know, nurse like, ah, oh, man, I know it's a radio, but hey, I just want you to know, I'm not one of those politics guys. And they go, oh, good. We're ripe for yeah. um, for a leadership that would say, hey, we got to cut this out, and, you know. And, and the problem is that the the momentum of divisiveness, and I will say it, hate. Uh, for the other side, uh, uh, you know, conservatives, you, know, you may think they're the ones that hate liberals, but I believe liberals kind of passively, aggressively pretty much hate conservatives, too. And and it's been um, amplified by the by fact the that there is no editorial board on a social media website. Right. It's all free right. speech. So anyway, and the media loves it because it sells commercials and makes them rich. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad uh, that I got that out, and I'm bummed that Spike isn't here for this next topic. This next topic, um, okay, if you go into a coffee shop these days and you get an espresso, what are your options besides milk? Oh, you uh, you've got uh, rice, you've got oat. Mm -hmm. And you've got almond. Mm -hmm. uh, Do any of those have tits? <laughs> no, <laughs> but cows do. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the story, uh, I guess it was out sometime last week. Um, there's a place called Blue Bottle Coffee, and I don't know if you have it on the East Coast. Huge in California. Um, you know, high-end Starbucks. There's a lot of high-end uh that puts Starbucks to shame because Starbucks is the McDonald's. It's become that way. Yeah. It's terrible. In fact, I went this morning and I got my latte, which is okay. I mean, it's like. You're, you were underwhelmed. And, and then I got my um, bacon, uh, no, it was a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. And they used to be like kind of crunchy and feel like they came from a bakery. Mm -hmm. And now it's it's got all the excitement of a Big Mac warmed in the microwave. Ugh. Anyway, Blue Bottle. Uh, is one of those, very liberal, of course, um, driven by their principles. Um, you mean saving the earth? <laughs> yes, carbon <laughs> neutrality by 2024 yes. is one of yes. their missions. And so at Blue Bottle, they, um, I'll read you from their uh, homepage, we estimate dairy to be the leading sauce source of emissions from our cafe operations. In, In other words, cow farts. Yes. Yeah. In an effort to lower these emissions, we sought the opportunity to go plant-based and reframe what it means for a choice to be alternative. So what, they boil, what it boils down to is if you go into Blue Bottle and ask for a latte, mm -hmm. unless you specify cow's milk, you get oat milk. Right. But they still offer, you'll notice, 
cow milk. Uh, you have to ask for it. In other words, it doesn't matter. There's cow milk, <laughs> but cow milk is the alternative. Yeah, except that the dairy industry is trying to get the word milk trademarked so mm -hmm. that none of those other people can use that term. And I agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Soy has gotten away with it for a long time. Yeah. I think that Almond oat, milk. I think that oat is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Um, first off, I don't care what you have. You can do whatever you want. Could be but, white paint. Yeah. <laughs> but oats, oat, oats don't have tits. Uh, no. Uh, I can wow. understand why the milk council or whatever it is, yeah. you know, they have a right to be a little no. infringed upon. I yeah, the same, the same people that have been duping us with an upside-down triangle for nutrition for kids <laughs> well, in the schools for decades. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's sort of rights by organic, you know, existence, sort of. Don't mm -hmm. you think? I do, and 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 if I have another bone on this. It's like the maple syrup producers have always been upset that, um, you know, Mrs. Butterworth's yeah calls it know, maple syrup. I mean, and it's corn syrup. Corn doesn't have sap. Have you seen that thing on Facebook where they show the guy? <laughs> Um, putting the taps and the buckets in, in, on the side of corn stalks. <laughs> no. Everybody sends me that. It's like, hey, it's corn syrup season. And, uh, <laughs> Just to get your goat. It's a completely unnatural process, uh, although it's not entirely different with corn. Yeah. You know, there's a very little bit of sugar, and they basically uh, squeeze it and make syrup out of it. And really, it's unnatural with maple in a sense because you have to boil the water off, but you're left with syrup. Right. So. Now, of the two that you both, uh, you propagated both uh, mm -hmm. maple syrup and honey, Bob. Which one is a better, well, healthier? Hands uh, down, honey, honey is okay. a true original. Right. So you don't see, like, um, corn honey. No. <laughs> <laughs> or beet honey. Like no. That's such a great example because they make beet sugar. Uh, yes. They make uh, corn sugar, and then there's cane sugar, and all of them are sugar derived from a plant, so they all deserve to be called sugar. But bees make honey, and it has so many things in it that make it honey that I'm glad it has its own name. Yeah. So it, it's also, what, five times sweeter than maple syrup? I, I don't know. Um Honey, uh, honey's amazing. I mean, and by the way, it's okay that I call my wife honey. Yes. Because it means she's sweet and natural. And you, yeah. and the two of you have lasted forever. <laughs> like honey would. Do, yes. You know, honey uh, has a natural preservative built in it. will never go right. bad. So. And they found it in crypts, yes. I believe. Yeah. All right. Wow. It's been a can day. I throw some, can I throw something out there real quick? It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sir. I was just curious, you know, I, I saw in Canada, Canada they enforced a gun ban recently, correct? I believe Mr. Trudeau did do that. Uh, what kind of gun ban? Hand like handguns. Freeze for on the sale, purchase, or transfer of handguns by individuals within Canada. Wow, did Hillary move to Canada? How did that go? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, oh, yeah, he's the liberal liberal. And, and Canada doesn't mind? 
No, uh, well, of course, there's always a, an element that mines, but we there's been a there's been you know Im- importing of handguns and 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 also assault rifles in mm. places like Toronto and Vancouver, and it's been wreaking havoc. And they they want to nip it in the bud the way that Australia did, and they're taking the example from another Commonwealth country, I guess. And there's, you know, if if conservatives say they're worried that liberals, if they have their way, will ban handguns, there's evidence for them. At least it's. It's data that makes sense, right? Well, it, it's uh, it's already cumbersome as heck to uh, have one, even if you inherited it from your grandfather. Mm. I mean, you have to call the RCMP to say, I have a handgun in my home. I'm going to a shooting range. I'm going to put it in my trunk. This is my this is my route. <laughs> you know, it's that restrictive. Now, if I, I think looking, the, I think I'm the looking deal at the is, article, by the way, because I, I oh, you guys pay more attention to the news than I did. But he's not coming for your guns. There's a freeze on the sale, purchase, and transfer, right? I believe so. So if you already have the, a gun, you can keep it. You, well, you be, it better be registered, or you you could end up in the pokey. Yeah. I don't have any problem with registering guns. Yeah. Um, well. I, you know, I don't like the uh, I don't like the the tent sale exception for guns in America, where you can go to a gun show and oh, just yeah, buy one. Yeah. You know, but I as I yeah. understand it, there's there's nothing in the Constitution about the right to bear arms in Canada. Right. No, that, we have the right to to arm bears. Yes, actually, and to, to, give, them <laughs> to equal, yes. give them an equally footing. You know, in in the forest. So that's interesting. I mean, that if I'm if I'm a conservative, that. It illustrates why I have to be vigilant about protecting that form. You know, that to conservatives is like free speech. Yeah. It's important to be able to have. Um, I, you know, I don't have strong opinions on it. I just like, you know, just think people should be nice to each other and really only shoot someone if it's a very last resort in self-defense. I was going to say, I have a gun. I haven't used it <laughs> other than a firing range. Right. You know. Which is using it, but you, yeah. Yes, I haven't used it against anyone. That's interesting. It'll be more interesting to, to see the. It won't be interesting because I won't watch it, but to watch the U.S. conservative channels use this as PR. Of course, yeah. The same way that they have with the medical system, they have literally yeah. hired people to call into talk shows to say, "I'm Canadian," and I can. T- I, the the <laughs> girl who called in was not Canadian. Let I, me tell I, you a little boot my family. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so obviously fake to me, you know. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Whole nother day. Um, Zip, you got anything else before we call it a macaroni? No, no. Okay. Do you mind if I get stranded near your house, Zip, and just crash for Absolutely. the night? Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, man. Fly into Anytime. Worcester Airport on his way to Detroit. I don't know where he'd be coming from. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you guys. Oh, and I will give you a little medical update because I referred to it earlier. Uh, part of transferring our you know, residency to Nevada has meant looking for health care here. Oh, boy. And Nevada is no Seattle, and it's no. no Boston when it comes to large institutions at the forefront based usually around towns with universities heavily invested in research, University of Washington yeah. in Seattle, huge cancer most, care. Most of the people there have degrees in Norcan use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Um, you can crash at our house anytime. Not. Never again. <laughs> The world's gone crazy, and we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip.